Let me start that over again. I just need to do that in reverse. So I can say I'm Steven and you can say and I'm and this is Lee. Ready? Mm-hmm. Three, two, one. Shut up and sit down. Hi, everyone, and welcome to episode four of the 10 Days and Counting podcast. I'm Stephen. And this is Lee. And we are currently going over some topics that can cause marriages to crumble. Last uh, episode, we talked about jealousy, uh, was sprinkled with a little bit of adultery and uh, unfaithfulness in there. And today we're going to talk about boredom. And I think that boredom is one of those things that maybe some couples look at or don't even think about, but it can be one of those things that can, it can come upon uh, a married couple uh, if they're not aware. A lot of times uh, it's, it's a, it's a place of, of comfort um, and you just kind of get in a rut, get in a rut. The excitement kind of isn't there anymore for whatever reason. And uh, I think you you kind of stop appreciating the the fun that you had together in the beginning stages of of your marriage, um, or of your dating relationship before you were married. So since you are the planner between the two of us, mm-hmm. what are some of your thoughts on trying to keep your trying to keep boredom from creeping into your marriage? Um, we always look and kind of see what's going on on the weekends and try to schedule something. At least on a Friday or a Saturday, but we have a lot to, you know, offer in this little town from the comedy club, which is never expensive, like 15 bucks or we never go to the movies. So that's not anything to me that's boring, but I know many will be horrified by that, but (laughs) I find TV way better than movies. We, you know, just sometimes go across the street to eat, and that's entertainment all in of itself, just because of the environment sometimes. And, um, but I, I mean, just, I think just the day to day, I'm an easily, I think you're, you're not bored very easily and have a, can be perfectly content coming home every day and sitting and doing what it is you do. And I tend to feel like I need to, like my skin's going to crawl outside of my body if I don't <laughs> do something. So I think we're different that way. But, um, but yeah, I mean, I think just making a conscious effort to just mix it up from week to week. Some people even have, man, used to have the exact same dinner, like every week, Monday was spaghetti, Tuesday was anyway, I can't even do that. It drives me crazy. So I, I am just not a person of habit. I like change and I like, um, things to to be different all the time so i definitely somebody who can get bored easily and i'm sure that's a fault but fit little things like you know planning um just just bringing home you know something different for dinner or just saying hey i'm gonna grab this and um rather than making dinner if that's what you normally do can just create a different atmosphere for the night be surprised how something as minor as doing something different for dinner can make things not seem so bored and every day in and out same thing over and over again but so it doesn't have to be anything huge i think with using you and i as an example you obviously are way better at the planning part of making sure we stay active and and we do things together i will 
come up with something from time to time, but I'm not, I'm definitely not as consistent. And I, I, in saying that, I think it's something that both people uh, in the relationship uh, need to have responsibility for. And I think that's, that's part of the thing that can be the struggle, you know? What, finding who does what or? No, like obviously at least one person has to have some sort of idea about doing things at the same time. Like I don't have a problem like doing anything that you want to do usually. I mean, I think I'm pretty flexible because to me, it's not about really so much what we're doing for the most part. Like I'd say at least like 97% of the time, 98% of the time, but it's just that we're doing something together where I could see men, especially not wanting to do something with their wife that was their wife's idea or their girlfriend's idea. Um, Well, usually I'm trying to find something that I think you'll like. You just like that's usually I'm usually planning or trying to do something that I think that you'll enjoy. Yeah. But there are times where like, you'll ask me about a musical or because you know, like you knew from the, I mean, in our relationship, I was not a musical person. Like that's not anything that I would have thought on my own. If you and I weren't together, that's not something I would plan on doing. I wouldn't look up and see, you know, when wicked was coming to town. (laughs) But in doing those things together, like I've come to enjoy them. I've come to appreciate the, the art and the, and the music and the talent that, that it takes to do all that. And the creativity aspect of it too speaks to me. I mean, as far as like set decorations and, you know, costumes and all that, but the willingness to be able to explore those things with you, because there are going to be things and, and vice versa, you with me, like the, there've been a couple times, uh, the Foo Fighters concert, I can think of specifically where I know that that was not on a top <laughs> on the top of your list of things that you wanted to do, but you did it for me for my birthday, and you didn't like just say, "Hey, here's tickets to go do this, grab a friend." You actually went with me and, and yeah, enjoyed that with me. Probably would have had more fun with a friend because I didn't I didn't know one single song, so I was unable to participate in its fullest. But also Florida football games and. Yeah, I mean, there's lots of things. So there's yeah. lots. So there's lots. There's these trade-offs that we do, and I think that uh, if you're not going to contribute to the planning of doing things or shaking things up, you know, every so often to make sure that boredom doesn't creep in and and you're and things don't get stagnant, then you need to at least be open to the ideas of your spouse or of your partner right. to be able to go out and and do things. But it is nice when you have one that's a planner and one that's not that the other plans, like does plan something because it gets frustrating, I think, for when it's one person always doing that all the time. I mean, it can be very when you when you're the person who's the one that plans all the time and is the one that does something all the time, then it can be it almost feels like a chore than something to enjoy. And then you just don't get you know it it just becomes not as fun when you're the one that's always planning and laying something out and figuring out where to go what to do what to eat when we're gonna you know it can be it can feel um job-like almost right yeah we uh we actually had a had a scenario recently where a friend of ours was over and uh we were trying to figure out a place to go eat and you had told me later that you were silently in your head going, Stephen, I need you to come through. Please, please pick it. Please pick a restaurant. Please do something. I can't do this. Yeah. Well, I mean, like we went to New York these last few days 
um, before, well, we actually had already had this podcast done and now we're having to redo it because I don't know what happened to it. But anyway, <laughs> we were in New York. What did you, how many things did you plan? One. Why? Because you told me to. How long did it take you to plan it? All day. Okay. Pretty much. And so what did I plan? The whole entire trip. From plane tickets to the hotel, to what to eat, to where to go. And it took you how long to do the one thing? Where are we going with this? I'm just saying. There's I, wanna, like I need to no, know where we're going with this. There's just like, I'm just saying that's what I'm talking about. When one person ends up being the one that does all of that, then it becomes, it starts to feel like a job. So it's like, if it took you three hours to figure out, to try to decide one thing to do, the time, okay, well, hold on, hold the on. time First of all, involved in what I did to prepare for that trip, I think is, it's, it's a lot of time, a lot of hours. Right. At the same time. And I'm not, I'm not saying this to make myself sound better or anything like that, but there are some things that you are much better at because you have more experience doing those things like looking for hotels, booking flights, things like that. My other, my other, <laughs> my, you all cannot see this, but she's, she's, she's sitting across from me all about to roll her eyes right out of her head as I'm talking. Trying to plan something for that Sunday was, was difficult as far as the time, because everything that, that we, that I thought you would have enjoyed doing all of the, all of the, the times were not, did not work out according to our schedule. That's all I'll say about that. Okay. But there was one show that was really, would have been really cool, but it was sold out. Okay. At the same time though, I'm, I'm not good at this. Like I'm not, I, I'm horrible at it. I'm still needing to plan a picnic Dear God. that has not been done yet. <laughs> Yeah, I'm kind of over the picnic thing. I think. Oh, I think if I, I think if I do it, you'll be. Oh, no. You won't be over it anymore. I think I might be over it, but we did go to Central Park, ride bikes all the way around. It's very long ways. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So boredom. So it's one of those things that I, I think it's, 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 it's uh, maybe not up there with um, cheating. A, yeah, adultery or you know, physical abuse or. Uh, you know, anything like that. But at the same time, if you're not careful, uh, man or woman, your, your relationship can, can, uh, as Lee stated earlier, can just get stuck in a rut. And, you know, w w the things that you used to do while you were dating, um, you know, the times that you would go out, there's no reason that any of that needs to change. And that's the other thing I think that happens is that for some reason, the word marriage or married comes with the stigma of, now life is different as far as what your activity is together. And I don't, I don't think there, there could be anything further from the truth. If, if anything, I think there should be more activity um, into what you're doing together as far as the life that you're sharing together, the experiences that you're having together. Because if all your marriage is, is what it was before you were married and it's not growing and you're not experiencing more, then you're really uh, missing the point, I think, of... of devoting your life to somebody. So whenever I was looking at some things about boredom and marriage and all of that, there was actually um, a good article that I found with, this is called seven ways to save a boring marriage before it's too late. And the first one, we won't go through them all, but the first one was to sort through your personal issues and make yourself happy again. So I think a lot of times we let things seep in that we either don't discuss or we have issues with, and 
it just causes us not to be ourselves, not to be creative and happy and doing those types of things. So a lot of times there's just some things that need to be talked about and dealt with and and uh, it can lead to that mundane day in, day out. You just kind of go through the motions because it's like a disconnect almost and then it can so, lead to boredom. So what you're saying is that you don't, the one person doesn't want to do anything with the other because there's something that they haven't like worked out, like something right. they're mad about or. Yeah, just, or it can even just be that like you've slipped into a depression or anxiety or you have those feelings for a reason and you're, you're not wanting to do the normal things you would want to do because of some things that have crept in like that. And rather than talking about them or trying to deal with them, you just end up letting them go over time and it just continues to build a larger gap or uh, divide. Gotcha. So that was one of them. Another was be spontaneous, which we've already talked about. Doesn't have to be something planned. Another good one is make a life of your own outside of your marriage. I don't think you and I are very good at that. But a lot of times we are just bored with our own lives, not necessarily our marriage always, but sometimes we don't involve ourselves in enough things outside of our jobs and our marriage, especially like when your kids are gone and you're used to having children to take care of and a family to maintain. And then now you have a little more time and maybe you need to join a book club or find something that maybe you would like to have pursued when you were younger and had, didn't have the time. Whether that's, you know, running, biking, you know, joining some sort of fitness activity or a group that you would enjoy being with if you're not active in that way. But kind of thinking outside of of that and finding something in your life that you enjoy doing and not always looking to your spouse to be the one that fulfills that need in your life to that you feel bored. But you right. you look for a way to to do that on your own. Yeah, That's a good point. I think that. uh when you can encourage each other to do that. Cause again, going back to what I think sometimes our subconscious minds get locked into what marriage is, is that now you can't be your own person. Now you, your, your identity is all now wrapped up into being a married person, then being a mother or a father and then, you know, so on and so forth. So yeah, that makes total sense. Another good one was to learn something new every day. I think, <clears throat> Excuse me. I think easily we can become those people. I noticed, unfortunately, that we did it even while we were in New York, and that is to sit and have absolutely nothing to talk about because you've been married for seven years, 15 years, 25 years, and you end up finding at that moment that there's not much to discuss that you don't already know about that person or maybe there's nothing you know interesting that you've happened to have seen or heard to during that day, especially if you're out and about and you haven't been watching the news or something, but um, there's always something new to learn. There's always, you know, something new going on in the world and um, even in your community locally. And so take the time to kind of look some things up, kind of have an idea of things you could talk about so that when you do sit down and have time together, that even your conversations aren't boring, because sometimes that can lead almost to stress when you sit down and you realize, you know, holy crap, we have nothing to talk about. So you can find things to talk about, but you need to actually oftentimes prepare to do that. Yeah, that's, um, I did not even think about the fact that because we were out of town for so long and we were, so we were, we were unplugged from work. We were, uh, unplugged from other friends we had. It was a struggle to have something to talk about. And if we, you know, were watching the news or whatever, or then, or then you end up in a place where, 
uh, it's a place with a television and you're just sitting there watching the television instead of, instead of carrying on a conversation. Right. There was soccer. There was that to talk about. You would think with shows we saw, we would talk about that, but you're not very chatty about those things. You're very direct. It was funny or I enjoyed it, <laughs> but you don't expound very much. So sometimes we don't, it's because our interests are different. Yeah. I'm not sure. Um, how to respond to that. Well, you just don't. You don't have a lot to say about those things. Like after we go see a show or something like that, there's not a lot of engaging on those things. Well, the only, I mean, it's hard for me because that's not a world I know all that much about. Like I have a tendency to not talk about things because I don't know about them and I have a, like a fear of sounding stupid or uneducated, I guess, maybe a better way to put it. We saw Tootsie. What is there not to know? About dressing up like a woman. <laughs> you don't do that on a regular basis? Dress up like a woman? Yeah. No, I don't. Um, not that anyone needs to know about. <laughs> but, like, a lot of our conversation happens during the show, though. Like, we did, we'd actually... Which is a no-no. Yeah, it's a huge no-no, but we try to be respectful and talk quietly. Are you bored yet? No, I'm not. I hope I hope no one else is bored. No, I don't. I hope they're not bored either. That's another thing you can do. If you have nothing to do, you and your spouse partner significant other sit and listen to our podcast and then you won't be bored hopefully hopefully if you are send us questions and we'll answer them and then if you, you are bored, bored let us know and we will try to do what we can uh to make it not happen until our boring. voices are not boring soothing yeah almost, almost so that we need to do this a lot yeah. so that we don't bore people but They're, they have a very they have a very uh strong lullaby quality to lullaby them quality when we speak yeah we don't want to put you to sleep um, but yeah, so just a few things to not, to not be bored with yourself, with your spouse, with your relationship. There's a lot of, a lot of options if you'll think outside of them and, you know, look at, look at what you're doing each day make sure you're not getting in a rut and, uh, make some spontaneous decisions, find some group to join, um, you know, read something new so that you can have topics to discuss, um, when you're sitting down together. And make little notes even so that later you can refer back to those. Because I know sometimes there's several things that I'll want to tell you when I get home. And by the time I get home, I've forgotten them. Like I'll listen to something on the radio and I'm sure I wouldn't forget it. And I cannot remember what it is at the end of the day. So um, so I've gotten to where I will jot something down that I want to tell you. Yeah. And I need to be I need to be a better planner. Yes, honey, you do need to be a better planner. <laughs> I don't think that's a secret. Or I sound, I'm going to sound like a horrible human after this. No, podcast. you're not a horrible human. Not at all. All right, so we will include the link uh, to that article in the podcast notes. And so before we go, I wanted to uh, share an Instagram comment from a uh, profile that is, uh, the screen name is Blend Credible. Um, and Blend Credible is uh, the bio. Uh, they also do a podcast, says they're a blended family Um some of this, I don't know what it means, so I'm just going to read it. It says, Recharge Station, home of the Blended Credible, Blend Credible podcast, Step Parent Motivator, Inspired Step Dad. The link is blendcredible.com. And uh, he left us a comment that said, LOL, enjoyed listening to you to talk about jealousy. That was uh, our last episode, episode three. Really thought the mentioning of natural versus normal was especially interesting. Great show. Keep going. And thank you for sharing your life with us. You are very welcome, Blend Credible. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your comment. Uh, and if you want to know more about what natural versus normal was and what that comment was about, listen to 
uh, episode three, which was uh, us talking about jealousy and how it could possibly start to crumble your marriage. So that's all for this week. Thanks so much for listening. Again, we're always looking for questions, for topics for advice. Uh, you can send them to us through Instagram, through our Facebook page, or online at our Facebook, or excuse me, online at our website. All of those links are on our Instagram page and online. And thanks so much again for listening. I'm Stephen. And I'm Lee. And this has been the 10 Days and Counting Podcast. The 10 Days and Counting Podcast is recorded by us, hosted by us, edited by us, and produced by us in Chattanooga, Tennessee. Please understand that we are not licensed professionals. Our advice is based on our own life experience and what we believe to be our own common sense.